I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. He wants to be an engineer when he grows up, and I think that's fantastic. You know, I, I love I love the fact that, because that's going to make us some money someday. And so what, what we do, he likes to draw spacecraft and aircraft. He wants to work in avionics. And when we have a cool drawing, we put it on the fridge. Here's the problem. All of his space shuttles, they look like penises. <laughs> How do you parent that? As a parent, I want to encourage and nourish that creative process. I don't want to deter it any way, shape, or form. So I got these dick shuttles on my fridge. <laughs> but who am I to judge, folks? This NASA space program was shut down, okay? I may be on to something. He may be on to something. Who knows? The shaft and the trajectory makes it fly faster. I don't know. I don't understand science. I might be an old man in Cape Canaveral, Florida. See my, you see that in the sky? My son designed that. That's the USS Penetrator right there. <laughs> So fainty, God. Oh. Before I wanted to do comedy, I wanted to be a rapper, man, but I hate rap music. I can't stand it sometimes because hey, we lose our fucking mind. My favorite culprit is two chains. This dude's an idiot. I'll tell you, I swear to God, listen to his lyrics. He tries to break new ground with his lyrics. Example, she got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Well, well done, Detective Two Chains. Shit. Aren't you fucking observing? I could never be a rapper, always bragging about what kind of car they drive. If I was a rapper, I'd rap about what I drive. I drive a 2008 Ford Escape, and that shit is pleasant, all right? I'd be like, I'm on that mid-size SUV swag, five-star safety rating with seven airbags. Just picked up my dry cleaner, medium starch, put it on the hanger, put some more John May in my six-disc CD changer. Respect. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stuffed. I don't like that bitch. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? Tough face smash. Bad Purdy Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum at cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. Only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from Wilford Brimley, oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 44 of Bad Purdy Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And I got the episode number right that time. Yahoo! You can count. Well, the fuck. You know, our five year old can count to 100. Right. <laughs> this, well, the really fucked up thing about that is, is is when I noticed it. Not that I did it. So, I mean, th- that I did it was kind of stupid, but I went through the entire editing process, all my post work of, of you know, massaging the audio files and, and mixing and matching and mastering this and and, and 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 flipping that toggly and pushing that button and doing all the filtering that I do. Um, Are you sure you're not talking about something else? 
Well, you know, it's, it's okay. a universal language. <laughs> but, um, and I, I do the whole thing. I export the project, rip it down to an MP3, do all the editing of the MP3 that I have to do as far as actually putting all the right keywords in it, the meta ta- the tags, et cetera, et cetera. Put the fucker online, right? Post up the uh, post on our website, release it out into the feeds. The next fucking day, I happen to, da- I always download it to make sure that the MP3 file turned out okay on my podcast app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit the play button in my car. I'm bebopping along. And then I hear my dumbass go, episode 42. I'm like, no, 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 that was episode 40. I, I've, did, I, like, did I put the wrong file on? I open it up. I'm like, no, that says 43, but I said 42. So then I go back to the, I downloaded the episode previous to it, and I said 42 there too. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but I'm at work now at this point. I don't have any of my recording stuff with me. So I did a dirty little hack and did a text-to-speech thing where, and so, so anybody who's like an early listener, like listens to it the moment, try that again. The moment that it comes out, they'll have heard me say episode 42 when it was really episode 43. And anybody who downloaded it 24-ish or more hours later will have gotten the more robotic voice that kind of cuts in between me and that. But luckily, that's one of the things about I love about how the way we record is it because I was as lucky enough to get this fucking awesome mixer for my mom. I can have each channel individualized. So when I cut myself, like if I'm if I'm just like splitting up your audio or my audio, it's only splitting up your vocal or my vocal track. It's not the entire track. And you're starting to yawn and check out out here because I'm all sorry. The, no, I'm. <laughs> no, it looked like you were starting to like. Oh god, he's talking technical again. Well, that too, but. <sighs> No, I'm, He's talking about knobs and tiles. It was my and, first day off in a billion years, and I, I way overdid it in well, terms you of... did about two months' worth of work and about, know. you know... I, I reorganized I, the bedroom, the yep, office... The and I, I'm going to say this on the podcast, so that it's like not just going to you, but it's going to like a lot of people. I really appreciate everything you've done. I'm not tripping over shit in our bedroom anymore. I'm not tripping over shit in the office slash studio slash my clothing well, storage area your, anymore. It'll be your stuff if you're tripping over it. No, I, I know I've got to put my 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 latest laundry load away. So I get it. I hear it. Um. Yeah. So it. How was your week? Fun. Fun. Is that what I'm so like, supposed to say? So like um. Oh, I was gonna make a joke there and I lost it. Oh no. Oh, now now I'm gonna be. Uh, um. Uh. <laughs> Oh, it's my computer. I, I thought I heard somebody crying, but it's just my hard drive on the machine's going nuts. Yeah, so I don't, I um, I, I don't know what you were so getting there, but um, you just wanted to okay, ca- carry on, right? Is that what it was? It was fun. that you needed to carry on? It doesn't work when I mess it yeah. up that badly, does nope, it? Nope, it doesn't. You lost but, it. But it's such a beautiful piano intro, ish. Oh, he looks so. The world is just bearing down Isn't upon this us. Is this the the band shoulders. that has the guy that's gay and Mormon and won't leave the church even though he's gay? Is it fun or is it? I, I would put it to you this way: if there's a band out there that has a practicing Mormon who is a, a flaming homosexual and flaunts it, I am going to immediately like that band so much more. I think it's fun. Nice. I could be wrong, but I'm so. pretty sure. Why is this? I don't remember this song having this long of an intro. I don't think it. Is did it because it's the, the dramatic? Is it the dramatic video they're showing here? Probably. Oh wait, that sounds more familiar. Ah, there it goes. Ah, see, that joke wouldn't have I worked like anyways because the video song. completely shit on it. <laughs> no, I do too. But yeah, I'll just give it up now. Anyway, bye bye. I fun. think it's fun. I think it is. Well, I woke to the sound of silence that comes 
Cutting like knives in a fist fight. Okay, don't try and sing, dude. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> when you last, Anna, though. <laughs> 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 <Like the fourth. laughs> That's Tempe on her, what she's trying to dance, Taylor Swift. Well, the funny thing is, she's trying to. She's trying to um, remember the entire remember video. The exactly video. The exactly video. Remember the video no, exactly. And so she'll pause and you'll see her process in her head. And at one point she had her purse and she remembered that it was at the pom-pom scene in the video. So she like throws a purse in like the pom-pom does. If you're lost and alone, stone, carry on. So this wasn't your week? That's, why, that's not why you said fun? Nope. Oh, okay. Well then. I'm so glad that joke worked out for you in the end. It kind of did. Sort of, not so much, but hey, it's good backing music. Yep, I like it. But yeah, um, week was good. Awesome. Definitely, definitely uh, took some some time and mm-hmm. did things right. Did do, a couple things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> do we want to discuss at all the minor little meltdown you and I had on was it Tuesday or Wednesday? You can discuss it all you want. I. Honestly, don't remember it that much. As far as the actual, not not that I don't remember what we learned from it, yeah. but more like I just don't remember necessarily that. Um. Okay, this is distracting. Ah, and I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta get my right clicks, my left clicks right. Okay, there we go. I'll just um. Your right clicks and your left clicks right. Yes, I've got to straighten if them out. If your left clicks right, you shouldn't do it that way. It's like does it hang left or hang right? Right. Or what was the thing we used to say? What was the stupid shit you did back in school? Somebody would ask you, how's it hanging? And you had a couple of different responses. It was a... High we, and tight. Well, there was that. No, we had long and hairy and hard to carry. Or short and firm, full of sperm. Because your okay. penis is full of sperm. You know? It wasn't until I was well into high school that I even understood what how's it hanging meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that to people all the time. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> and somebody... From my my mom's church was like you can't say that I'm like why can't I say that they're like do you even know what it means I'm like it means how are you doing and they're like no that's not what it means and they wouldn't explain it to me I hate see that's the worst is that you know if if you're gonna sit here and try to correct me on why something is not the re- is not appropriate to say you need to explain, explain why. why yeah and I'm very much about that with the kids like I'll. Uh, and uh, you know, and they understand that I may not always explain it right then and there at mm-hmm. the very moment in time that we're talking, but I will always explain to them why what they said is is or is not okay. So, um, it's the same thing we we did girls camp. Uh huh. And was I was a sexy girls camp. I wish. Um, no. No. Oh. Uh, so, right around that time, the president of the Mormon Church had released this thing about. It was well, the, now, about the Beatitudes. I got a quick question. Was the president then the same president they have now? No. But it was just another creepy old white dude. He was a friendly looking old white dude. This one, the one they have now, John Mon- he, Monsanto he looks, yeah, or... Monsanto is the food Monson. company. Monson. Monson. Anyway. Might as well. He's just as evil as GMOs are. <laughs> hey Anyway. <laughs> so there were these things. I forget what they... It was be honest, be... be faithful be anyway there were like seven b's b yeah whatever so for girls camp that that year they had a program that was designed to help support those Mm -hmm. and it was an action and you would call it a do b nice (laughs) they called it a do b nice do b right god 
and they had a little little dooby dooby they had to change the name when somebody brought up the fact that the, they were saying something drug related and everybody was like freaked out <clears throat> so they changed that and i knew what that one meant <laughs> well the funny thing about that is is that it reminds me of something else that i've seen because we had the same thing with our um i need more keyboards or less i need more eyeballs my contacts are so dry in my eyes that i can't keep them open so it reminds me of because uh, we had similar things where people did stupid shit um, in uh, in our church too, or said the wrong things. But it reminds me of this particular video where it's a couple of white folk, really, really white folk, that were trying to reach out to some inner city urban youth mm-hmm. and talk to them about how cool Jesus is. And this video is taken from an intro. Oh, here it goes. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. (laughs) Wait, his wife drops a sick beat here in a second, too. Or a sick, you know, line. He's a life changer, miracle arranger, born to the virgin mom in a manger, water to wine, he's a drink exchanger, and he died for your sins. I preach the word, that's my gig, and I rhyme better than Notorious Big. All the other MCs, I wish them well, but if you live in sin, you burn in hell. And I love how he's pretty hard as fuck now, in the street corner here. the mic to my lovely wife. She's a fly MC and the light of my life. So the bust a rhyme without further ado. Take it away, Mary Sue. Jesus Christ is my nigga. Mary he's Sue. the son of the original G. And he was sent to earth to elucidate the way that we should be. What? Like if another MC says you're a freak, you're a lame butt rapper and your rhymes are weak. I don't get mad and I don't critique. I forgive him and turn the other cheek. I don't blaspheme and I don't brag. I don't cuss and my pants don't sag. I do exude a little Christian swag and I'm proud to be an American. Jesus Christ is a nigga. Let his light shine through ya. That was the overbite Let his pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus Christ is a nigga. He's a homie MCJC, you see, he's an honest, caring, peace-loving nigga like me. Who told them this was okay? If you do drugs and you think you're cool, I don't think you need did. to come to Sunday school. Put those drugs in a garbage can. Stand up tall, you're a Christian man. Word up. I'm freestyle. Hit me. Who, who said that was cool? Who was like, way to go, Mary Sue and Jim Bob, pastor extraordinaire? Well, I, I can sort of explain that for you. Most of these churches, when they're trying to reach out to these urban youth or whatnot, some, they, they usually go one of two routes. They'll have the churches that will actually hire somebody who has act- actively either been down and out, drug addict, reformed, found mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. Saw, yada, 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 um, and is able to use those connections that he, they used to have to, you know, do good instead of evil, quote, unquote. Or you have the other ones who 
They'll go out and go, what are the hey, kids? you're ethnic. <laughs> well, no, they'll, 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 they'll do exactly what my mom did when she was trying to figure out if MC Hammer was appropriate for me to listen to as a youth. I really wanted this MC Hammer tape, and I was buying it with my own money, but it had a black dude on it. Mom didn't know if this black music was acceptable. And uh, I don't mean black music in the respect of she's not. Uh, yeah. But in the respect, she just didn't know about anything about rap or anything else like that. And out of the goodness of her motherly heart, she was trying to make sure her son wasn't listening to, like, you know, any of that hardcore gangster rap shit that was just, you know, poisoning the youth. We're on this military base and this, what they called the, uh, the, uh, Oh, God, what do they call that place? I can't remember what they call it now, but it was a store that they had on military bases. Commissary? No, that's, that was the food store. There's another okay. one. It was like MX. I want to say MXPX, but that's not right. That's a band. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those things. It had a funky... It had, like, if anything else military, it had an abbreviation. But there's an off-duty officer in there. He's black. So she yanks the tape out of my hand and walks up to him. And she's like, excuse me, would this be appropriate for my son to listen to? I, I really have no clue about this kind of music, and you just look like you would understand this kind of stuff. <laughs> And I'm just over there, even at this age, I'm like, Mom! Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, the guy just shoots me a glance like, oh, dude. Oh, man, I'm sorry. And I'm just like, I'm just going to sit there shrugging my shoulders like, I, I, he goes, yes, MC Hammer, as far as that kind of music. And he was very, you know, polite yeah. about it. He's like, as far as that kind of music goes, MC Hammer is like, you know, he's like the white bread of, <laughs> he's, it's fine. No, no worries there. <laughs> so I end up being able to get the tape. But funnily enough, Vanilla Ice was what was banned in my household because the, uh, oh, what song was that? It was the um, song about Hitler's friend that's hooked on the girl that's, you know, you know giving out the goods for free. Mm. Have you not heard that song? I, I probably, but I don't remember. God. Oh. No, don't play it for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, no, I got uh, Alanis Morissette was banned in our house because of the... Uh, will she go down on you in a theater? Yeah. Which I didn't know what that meant, and mom was just freaking out about it. And I'm like, "What does it mean?" Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "I'm not going to tell you." I'm like, "Well, then why can't I listen to it?" My mom, my mom, when I when I busted out the Alanis Morissette CD too, she's I listened to, and I was more of the rebellious side of things. Like, you got to listen to how pissed this chick is, mom. And I put it in, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's got a good beat." She's like, "Getting into the music." What the? F- <laughs> Would she go down? De- what <laughs> nails didn't. Jesus, who fucked this chick over? <laughs> and so we get, we get over to her friend's house. Um, you know the one that they, she's been friends with him since first grade. She's like, hey, you've got to listen to this. Somebody royally fucked this bitch over. <laughs> and she tosses the CD and hits play. And I, at that point, I'm like, oh, God damn it. And they'll listen to it. And, and her friend's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> just, and it wasn't so much the fact that, because my mom, being musical, she understands it's kind of a cathartic experience. She's yeah. like, somebody really pissed her off. And then later on, I explained to her, I'm like, yeah, that's somebody that really pissed her off. Dave Coulier. She's like, Uncle Joey from Full House. I'm like, that's what the, who the song's about. She's like, what? Is that true, though? I always thought that was an urban legend. Like, seriously. it's it, it, There isn't, like, concrete evidence, but the, there has been some interviews that Dave Coulier's done where he's more or less kind of like, yeah, probably me. No one can, she's never actually come out and confirmed it. Mm-hmm. But from all the stuff that, when he says it's yeah, it was probably me. It means he's probably listened to it. And goes, oh hey, oh yeah, I did that. Oh yeah, that was me. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's so, I'm going with it because it's, it's it's more accurate than other stuff. But either way, somebody's seriously seriously pissed that chick off. So, well, and and sixth grade was the year that that uh, Meredith Branch song "Bitch" was very 
popular and our teacher wouldn't let us write that as our fate we had these sixth grade memory so you books. couldn't say i'm a bitch i'm a lover i'm a child i'm well, a mother it went to the point i'm a of, sinner and a saint it went to the point of we couldn't I even know write way more about that song than i probably should sorry <laughs> you do. um we couldn't even write the name of the song in our favorite song spot in our oh, sixth grade memory yeah. book so we all came up with a code word for it and wrote that instead yeah what's okay now, first, I'm going to admit this, and some people will give me crap for it. I like Corn as a band. The band Corn, their early stuff, like some of their really super early stuff, I really was into it. More than later stuff, not so much. And I know there's just people out there like, oh my god, you fucking I like, like that Korn. one song from high school because it's nostalgia bath and mm-hmm. all. Yeah, so, but we had a. For as. For, and I don't mean to sound stereotypical saying this, but. You know how there are just some like some like okay, like Carlton ass African American people like they're they're so they're, they they might have the skin color but even their own race looks and go you white you know they're just kind of like <laughs> that was our vice principal she was a very sweet lady older African American lady but as about as 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 you know just straight normal you know very Republican very conservative like Condoleezza Rice type shit I mean she was you know and so this, this huh Condoleezza okay, Rice yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Go. And I you know taking it back to like 2004. I know. I'm like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that corn released this song, Adidas, mm-hmm. all day. I dream about sex. Works. She tried to ban the clothing and shoe line mm-hmm. because obviously the two of them were connected. Oh, of course. Because if a band writes a song yeah. and plays a song about a brand, yeah. then that brand automatically is. Well, and then somebody got, somebody ended up, uh, somebody actually, en- oh crap, wrong mouse, ended up, uh, Somehow, one of the dances, they got... I'm not sure. I think it was just the DJ's playlist. So they got somebody to play Corn's Adidas. I thought she was going to lose her shit. She like went running up to the DJ booth. Was like, you got to stop the song. You got to stop the song. And the DJ's like, I'm not fucking... Basically, like, I'm not... You know, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm mixing. So he ended up fading out early and fading another song in. But she was like going to have him just like... She was like threatening to unplug him and freaking out and all this shit. And then we had these girls one day that wore sweatpants to school. Or sweat suit like a track suit to school is like a sweat top and a sweat pants bottom they're both solid colors and she's like well you know one was wearing red one was wearing blue but she's like bloods and crips bloods and crips uh. i'm like and then and i know these girls i'm like there's nothing no they're not <laughs> not even close but she made them swap shirts mm-hmm. so that they would have broken up colors I'm like uh-huh. so you're going from bloods and crips to bloods fighting crips on each of them that's <laughs> really you know if you're going to be that dumbass about it then there you go but so you, you going back to the original point of you get these people who their version of researching this is going, well, you know, I hear that as the guy dropped in the video, the notorious B.I.G. is, is pretty popular with the, the young kids these days. So I'm going to I'm going to grab one of his albums and listen to him. And of course, in any rap album out there, the N word is dropped mm-hmm. quite a bit. And they're like, oh, well, that's just like, you know, they've taken that word and they've reclaimed it and they're using it as like a friendly greeting to each other. So I'm just going to start using it, too. It's like, no, no, you, you even if you get the quote unquote black card or the ghetto pass card, whatever you want to call it, you still I would never say it. Me either. And and even to the point where like when I'm singing along the songs, ninja is the word that I use in place <laughs> of it. Everything's ninja. So I don't ever even. I am. Um, I was actually going to overlook that part of it. Like, as a just a, whoops, they just don't, that word does not mean what you think it means mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I'm talking about all the rest of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, even the rest of it is just like, mm-hmm. you 
you've really got to be fucking kidding me. But this is how this is how a lot of those people are. I mean, when you've got these elderly, literally Jehovah's Witness grandmas, mm-hmm. they're in downtown OC, Oregon mm-hmm. City. You know, because that's real fucking yeah. That's that's a hardcore place to be oh, at. Yeah. And she's wearing the a solid streets. And she's wearing a solid black outfit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hope I don't get shot because I just realized I'm wearing all one color and I know that signifies that I'm a member of a gang and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, honey, except for I don't know any gangs that are just repping like black, you know. (laughs) The Midnight Killers. Solid black. (laughs) Well, not to mention not very many gangs are have high um membership of old white lady. (laughs) Yeah. Old white J-dub lady. (laughs) So (laughs) there's just all sorts of problems that same. But that it ties into the whole there's not naive not being naive but being ignorant ignorance it's Mm -hmm. just it goes to that whole ignorance thing with the ignorance they have no way of understanding you know what the hell's going on or what it's about so and and, then that's what i think that every church should have if you're going to do this type of stuff you need you need a really good pr person Mm -hmm. somebody who gets a hold of that and goes you know some people might hear this the wrong way coming from a white person to a a person of color who at one point in time that was a derogatory term that was used as they were getting whipped they might not appreciate this you might want to you know change that not to mention the fact that the the turn the other cheek reference there is like you just ripped off weird owl you bitch you know (laughs) And it's Amish Paradise video, so it 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 is just pe- people don't think or they're stupid or you know all of the above. Much like the basketball game today <laughs> that I went to, that I swear to God I was going to go Liam Neeson on this fucking old guy. It was just going to be throat, throat chops. Chop the basketball <laughs> yeah, game <laughs> exactly. There's going to be throat chops flying everywhere because. And you walked in and you saw the dude. He looked like one of those just gentle old farmers that's been working. You know, he didn't look like anything. You know, then again, he fits the stereotype of being the 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 pompous asswipe that you know the, the only white folk should ever be allowed to do anything. But the entire time, he was just like you. And I, I was impressed for how much range his voice had for as old as he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's yelling at these kids like you know fucking tighten he wasn't dropping the f-ball i'm kind of emphasizing that a little bit but he's like tighten up your defense get the ball what's wrong not nah, good game that's right nah, and every time even like when they would foul you know, our teams like, yeah that bad call right and they're just going off and he was yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs his wife was trying to get him to shut up and he wouldn't shut up and just going on and on and on and making the game a miserable experience not to mention the fact that the first team the first game they played against that team their their entire concept is we've got these two guys that are really really good and I'll fully admit these kids are they're probably going to go places at least in, in, in as far as school sports go, mm-hmm. um, but the entire the entire encompassing theme for the game was we have are, two good people these always are get st- the ball yeah to the two these good are the star players the rest of y'all are just here because you know because uh, we have to have five men <laughs> you, you paid the money and i have to kind of put up the and i couldn't pawn you off onto somebody else so anytime you get the ball you immediately find the other person and you toss it to this dude or you toss it to this dude even to the respect that when either one of those guys had the ball there could be a kid wide open nobody around him for like miles and just like you know hey man just throw me the ball and the other guy's like, like you know all the dudes on top of him right and he'd still chuck it to the other dude and do that. And so the the entire 
concept of the game was these two guys always have the ball. Everybody else, your job is to keep the other team completely away from these two dudes. And I'll tell you, it did work because there was a 40 or 42 or I don't know how many points it was. I lost track at one point. I blacked out at some point to zero. I mean, they just stomped. And that, that happened on both the first game that I saw them play and then also the game against Ezra's team that I saw them play. But it wasn't good basketball. It wasn't good sports. It wasn't a team-like thing. None of that stuff that you're supposed to get from these sports experiences, like where there's team building and all that, none of that was occurring there. It was basically, these two dudes are awesome. The rest of y'all fucking suck. So don't you ever you even try to... Like, Aren't one you kid, glad that Ezra wasn't on that team? Because that was his original team. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, the coach should be glad that we put him on a different team. Because had that been Ezra's original team and I had seen it happen, I would have gone over and had words with the coach coach would have gotten mouthy with me and it would have escalated and things he's a lawyer yeah so i probably would have gotten sued by him for hitting him so you know that's i I should probably be thankful we pulled him too (laughs) but and that was the entirety of the game and it it blew and every parent except for the ones who were there was well i should say the good portion of the parents that were on that team were all like just those shitty parents at games that were yelling screaming game was over yeah the, the old guy that was yelling got up and started walking out and it was his grandson that was playing walks up to him and i heard him talking to his grandkid a little bit but you ended up running hear, hearing him in yeah, the hall I saw him in the hallway and he basically was just like you need to do this and you weren't doing this and why weren't you doing this and the kid was like well i was doing this he's like no you weren't i was watching yeah there wasn't one that's a single bit of positivity whatsoever no, it was all negative and i'm not one of those namby pamby you know like oh yes everybody's gotta win and everybody's gotta feel good about themselves no that's not how it works you, you win some you lose some you get past it move on but when it's the very when you're at the very beginning of something like this it doesn't hurt to encourage the kid or in the person or whoever it is hey look you know you 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 busted ass out there. You've got a few things you could brush up on and fix, but overall, you know, good job. Well, I saw you trying. Especially when the kid won. I mean, they won the game forty to nothing. Well, it was, when like, it was a yeah, when it was a, 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 a just a slaughtering like that. There's no need to be talking, bitch, you know, bitching about the fact that. I mean, like I said, yes. If you want to help the kid improve, there are constructive ways. That's the it's yeah. constructive ways you can bring this kind of shit up, not just you know berating them in the hallway. berating them in the hallway like a fucking old codgy white asshole. And, and to be honest, this is why we haven't put Ezra in sports up until this point. Yeah. But then in the second game, those all those shitty parents left because the, the, the first game that Ezra played was that team's second game, so they were done for the day. And then another team came back in, actually the team his cousin's on, and they were playing... And it was a t- completely... So when you got there, I was a little, probably in a better mood. I seemed mm-hmm. a little bit happier because it was a completely di- different atmosphere. All the parents were encouraging. Mm-hmm. Ezra looked at me weird a couple times. Cause I, like, if the other team got a... I did a really sweet play and got a turnover or, you know, and whatnot, I, I, gave, I clapped and I cheered them on just as much as I cheered my team on. If they scored a shot, I cheered them on. If my, you know, they scored... Our team scored a shot. I, I was just there to support the kids in general because mm-hmm. the kids themselves need to be having fun. And it wasn't, you know, I was bummed that we lost with the two points that we lost in the second game, but it was good basketball. There's actually good stuff being played and Ezra got to take one shot at the basket and he Mm. missed it by just a hair, which is way better (laughs) than I thought he would do. I I, I don't mean to be mean when I say that, but I know my kid's athletic abilities at this point in time. Yeah. And I was expecting that, like, you know, he was going to shoot towards the basket and it was going to fly into the bleachers. That's normally how it goes. I practice on Thursday. I didn't watch the whole thing, uh-huh. but I, before practice, when they're just pl- dinking around with the ball, you know, and mm-hmm. 
he did that thing. I think there's a YouTube video where the guy like keeps going for it, keeps going for it, keeps going, and he keeps bouncing out and bouncing out. Bouncing. Yeah. He just, I swear, like <laughs> a billion times. I have got to give the kid props for whatever reason, and I will be the first person to say I'm never ever going to understand it because I do not like sports like that. I've never have. Mm-hmm. I've never been a big huge fan of. I, I love minor league hockey. But even so, I still r- remotely follow it, and mm-hmm. I get most of my updates from a coworker at work who is a, an avid mm-hmm. fan. And when I go to the games, I enjoy myself. I have fun at the games, but that's that is what it is. I go there, I enjoy a game, I see some good hockey being played, and then I leave. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. I don't live, breathe, die, and sweat all this shit like some of these people do. Um, so I don't get that that passion and that fascination for for the game. I try to understand it as best as possible by taking things that I am passionate about and say, okay, well, I, I feel that way about this and this, that's just his version of that. Too. So I try to get with it, but it's really hard to get into that, that mood when you've got these assholeish parents that are just, just being just dickheads. Um, and you know, it's, ugh, it was just frustrating. So, so I think I was texting you a little bit, just bitching about it. Would it be bad if I throat chopped an old dude? You're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, please. I really, really want to hit him. He's just being a fuckhead. And you're like, no, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, damn it. And then um, even Trent finally was like, he was done. Because he was, I'm telling you, he, he, he was pissed. He got mad. He wanted to be out there playing basketball, mm-hmm. with his little basketball. And I kept mm-hmm. telling him he couldn't do it. And finally he goes, goes I want to go home. <laughs> I'm like, you want to go home? Yes. And not come back. I want to stay home. <laughs> You want to go home and stay home? Yes. Mommy, come get me. She bring me home. I stay home. <laughs> okay. I'll that explains him. his attitude when I picked him up because mm-hmm. he kept saying that. I go home and I stay home. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. He, he was mad that he could not play basketball. I cheered him up with a car wash. Yeah. He was very pissed that he couldn't play basketball. So I'm like, yes. I'm, I, I text him. I'll, I'll, te- I'll get a hold. Of, I told him I'm going to get a hold of mommy. She'll come get you. You'll go home. You'll stay home. Yeah. I go home. I stay home. And he was just very. Just, <laughs> so then I shot you a text. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to take me a minute. You're gonna, it was going to take him a minute because he had to get Tempe ready to go mm-hmm. and come there. And so then he looks at me who, and he had, he had ran off and found something to occupy his time for a minute or two. He comes back. He goes, where mommy at? <laughs> I'm like, she'll be here soon. No, we call her now. <laughs> I'm like, no, buddy. I already told her. She, I, I, I texted her. She'll be here. No, no, no. We call her now. I talked to mommy. I go home. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I, I already talked to mommy. You don't talk to mommy. You didn't get, you no, you don't call mommy. You So he knew that I didn't talk. Uh, he didn't yeah. see me on the phone. So he put two and two together. I'm like, I sent mommy a text. She said she's got to get Tampa ready to go. She's going to be here shortly to get you. And as soon as she gets here, you're going to go. You're going to go. You're going to go home. He's like, yeah, and I stay home. I'm like, Jesus, fuck, okay, you can stay home. God damn. But and he finally got there and showed up and took him. And then Tempe decided to stay. And she had a blast. I'm so glad there was somebody there to to play yeah. with because she found some kids from her school and just. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just there's was kids there to play with. These boys have an infa- infatuation with my daughter. Oh, I think you're reading into it. No. You weren't there when they were bickering over who got to sit next to her. <laughs> no, I'm going to sit here. No, I was here first. No, I'm going to sit here. Well, I'm going to go over here and sit. Well, her dad's right there, so you can't sit there, but I'm going to sit here. But I want to sit next to her, too. And it was just back and forth. And then, like, Tempe, because she brought that little purse that you can color on. Can, can I help you color on my purse? She's like, mm, in a minute. Okay, Tempe. <laughs> And they're just sitting there, and they're like, it was like the most interesting thing they've ever seen in their life. They're just like waiting with bated breath, just watching her. Tempe, can we color yet? 
almost, I'm almost done in a minute, and she keeps doing what she's doing, and then she opens up, she's like, hmm, yeah, I think you can color now, but I want you to color this, and she points to a specific item on there, and you need to color it brown. Okay, Tempe, and the kid grabs the brown marker and just goes to town on it, and she's <laughs> like, and you need to color this, but I want you to color it pink. Okay, and he grabs the, the kid grabs it, and they're just like doing her bidding, I'm just looking at my daughter like, Jesus, <laughs> you've already figured this out? God damn. <laughs> Get us some money or something. You know, use this to your advantage. <laughs> but I was like, oh, fuck. It's already started, you know? And the whole time, she's just being sweet little, adorable Tempe. And these boys she are... She has just, a completely different persona. Well, it's not, it's not even that. It was just... Seeing, I know this after Lunch Bunch. Yeah. But it was just seeing these kids just drooling over my daughter in kindergarten. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to go get the shotgun. I'm going to get it now. It's going to have her name on it. It's going to have bullets with the, you know, boyfriend number one and boyfriend number two. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, gee, oh, my God. And then she was, you know, then they were, like, trying to, then it started, like, turning the baby's got boobs. Like, they were, like, well, they found a basketball, and they are going to play it. And the boys started, like, you know, puffing up. Like, oh, I'm going to get the ball. And the other kid's like, no, I'm going to get the ball. And Tempe's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's running around her Elsa dress having fun. And every once in a while she'd get the ball, and she'd laugh because, you know, the two boys were, fun- <laughs> were so busy fighting over the ball against each other that they'd let the ball drop and keep the fight going. And she'd pick it up <laughs> and take off running. So she had a great time, but these kids were wrapped around her fucking finger. And I'm like, oh, my God. So... She's never going to be allowed to leave the house. <laughs> She's not going to go date. There's going to be a GPS tracking device on her at all times. We could just implant it right under her skin. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to like medieval times. <laughs> We're getting a chastity belt with one of those like, like Robin Hood men in tights with a giant fucking padlock on the front. That's basically, you know, none shall pass. Yeah, that's a uh, that's where we're going with that. So because that was that was not at all awesome in my opinion having. I didn't like it as a dad. It was it wasn't cool. I so. could tell it, it it affected you. Yeah, yeah. It's just you keep your dirty little boy hands off my daughter. Or I'll fucking break your fingers, you little fuck. <laughs> I'll break your dick too. I'll he just says chop the to fucker the five year old boy. I, no, that's what I was thinking. I was internalizing all of this. I didn't say <laughs> I was very sweet to the five year old boy because I guess at some point you handed a card to his mom. Yeah. And they're gonna set up a play date. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're gonna be supervising this play date. Somebody will over top of them like a fucking hawk, making Absolutely. sure that there's like you know not sharing cupcakes or anything like that. No cupcake sharing. No cupcake sharing. All right, good. No nope. frosting. <laughs> Definitely no fucking frosting. <laughs> None of that vanilla frosting. I will beat somebody. So, yeah, her dating years are going to be very, very rough on me. I, I learned that. Rough on you? No, I learned that the hard way today. That's going to... But at the same time, I've, I've already made the pact with Chris that we're going to take it kind of... Um, uh, uh, Bad Boys Two style with mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith and what's his name? Mm-hmm. The whole that, that entire what's scene. his name? Has he really devolved to what's his name? Martin Lawrence. <laughs> it's no, I, I it wasn't not that he's devolved to that. My my brain stopped for a second and I couldn't process what his name was. Um, but that that's that whole thing, you know. You ever made love to a man? <laughs> you want to? You know, just that whole thing. Just, just fucking just mind fuck the kids. They don't touch her because no, it's not okay. I'm not gonna have any of that. Or we could just educate her. Oh, I'm definitely going to educate her. Boys are fucking evil with their penises of death. (laughs) (laughs) But all they want to do is just spurt their hot love goo into you, and that's not okay. You you stay far, far away from the evil, evil penises. Not to say that you need to go running towards the the, the vagina either. (laughs) I was going to say. Whatever it is. be a lesbian? Okay, whatever. (laughs) I wouldn't care if she was, but I'd be saying the same thing. Lesbians are evil aluminum siding installers. You just stay far, far away from them. I got the look. So (laughs) I was being facetious there. I know. <clears throat> but 
you know, at least Pacific Northwest lesbians, they all wear flannel and have short haircuts. It's just kind of no, the way it is. They don't. I porn has lied to me. I've yet to meet a hot lesbian. I'm sorry. I'm sure they exist, but it's like a unicorn at this point for me. I've never ever seen one. Never got to rubber horn or anything like that, you know. So <laughs> I don't kidding. think she'd let you rubber horn. <laughs> probably not. Well, <laughs> I wear enough flannel that I'd probably pass for a decent enough butch woman. So <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> At some point, I think the beard would give you away. <coughs> have you seen, oh, not lesbians, but have you seen some of the women that run around this town? There's plenty of them with beards. I'm sorry. I get mistaken for lesbian often. I know. It's the short hair, but. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just give off, you know, I like girl boobs vibe. So. I'm okay with girl boobs. I'd be okay with you being okay with girl boobs too, as long <laughs> as, long as I can be present to partake. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. <laughs> so that's how you do that. <laughs> you just want to pick up tips. <laughs> that too. If you guys want to pick my tip up once in a while, I'll be fine. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, yeah, so the, the night, the, the game and the night, everything eventually went okay and it, it ended up okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to need a lot of like heartburn medicine if this is... And I know it is because I've been in enough of these fucking sporting events to know this is how a lot of them go. That you just get these douchebag fucking parents that can't just you know support the kid. Uh, I'm not expecting NBA level sportsmanship and play and, and skills at a first time uh, a, a fifth league. graders. Whether well, or not it's their first. No, but it's experience. a league that basically just is around the fact that they're beginners, that they're entry level. Yeah, but some and of even, them aren't. I mean, no, some of them obviously this is their not. Third, fourth, fifth. Year. And I'm thinking that guy is probably that's the guy, the guy that te- that coach that one team knew that he's like I want him and I want him, but the little fuck on the team, the one of the good ones, mm-hmm. he has this serious Napoleon fucking <laughs> com- complex, I and mean, then he is he's short. I mean, he's like yeah. almost ten, he's almost just a hair taller than Tampi. He's a tiny, tiny fifth wow. grader, small dude. Wiry's all hell, but just short. And he was getting pissed off when his teammates weren't listening to him when they're on the. He's like, and he would be very loud about it too. Oh my god, are you serious? Over there, I'll just do it myself. And then he dribbles the ball and goes and does something. I was like, you little prick. Somebody <laughs> needs to. Your dad did not put his foot in your ass enough times as a kid. You need to figure this the fuck out. So. And, you know, and the night ended fairly well, but the one downer was is the other coach bitched the fuck out at the last minute on our um oh, our game. Yeah. We got tied. They forced the OT, and they wanted it. One thing I respect about the league, they want a definite winner and a definite loser. I love that because it, you so you need to teach a kid. Sometimes in life, you fuck up and you fail. Yeah, you move on. Or sometimes in life, you you thought you were good. And then so-and-so came along. I was like, nah. Whipped out his giant basketball dick, flopped on the table, and said, nah, I'm much better than you. And you just gotta go, oh, okay, I gotta try harder next time. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I think it's very important. But too many people nowadays are like, but you see, if my kid loses, then that's going to hurt his self-esteem and his, his self-worth, and he's not gonna know who he is in this world. And and it's that would just be bad for little Johnny. And if the entire world worked that way, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. But we all know it doesn't that work that way. You reach a very an incredibly young age in our culture, and that no longer is the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, at fifteen you start learning. I mean, you start having the real world t- speak mm-hmm. to you that way. Um, I think up until fifteen, you're, you're generally being told that you know you're a 
unique snowflake and all that jazz. But well, and you know what, kids are unique. Everybody's different. That's fine, but it doesn't mean that their 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 brand is special is so special that everybody else is going to recognize it, adore it, love it, and worship it as much as their parents do. And that's one thing I really try to get our kids to understand, dude. Yes, you're awesome. Nobody else. We is are like always you. in your corner, but not everyone <coughs> always yeah. is in your corner. <laughs> but you have to understand the world's a shitty place sometimes. But so they forced it to OT, and they're like, they put four minutes in the clock, and then they, um, the teams go at it. Mm-hmm. One team got a basket. It was actually it was, and it was um, it was everything was legal about it. Good. They, they just played good ball, got it in, no problem. And then it's, then they call a timeout. And then the team starts doing some just really funky shit. Like, they would accidentally... Like, one of their players kept fouling one of our players. Or no, one of their players... I don't... Basically, it looked like he had the kid set... And I, this now I know I'm probably getting into, like, NBA-level shit here. But it looked like he had the kid, like, tripping by accident and then calling foul on one of the other kids. And then they would reset and all this stuff. So, balls up and back and forth, back and forth. And both teams are going... Like, we had this one, like... Oak tree of this redhead, like this giant ginger. Ginger should not be this big in fifth grade. It should be illegal, um, but tall. So he every time the ball would go up, he could catch it and he he grab it and he and so then he was like you said earlier, he was in that take a shot, miss, grab it, take a shot, miss, and like five, six, seven attempts in a row, and then the other team would grab it, they'd run back to their side. And some they had a tall kid too, and they're back and forth, back and forth. So the balls were up and down the court, up and down the court, and. Our team calls timeout. Their team calls timeout. And up and down the court. And up and down the court. And going, going, going. And we get to the point where there's um, 15 seconds left in the game. And it's still, they're two points ahead. And they call another timeout. So the team's rolling there. And our guy's talking. And our coach is like, yeah, do you want to try to do this? We just All we need is to get the ball. If anything else, just get the ball. Try to make the shot. No big deal. You know, you guys played awesome. You know, so on and so forth. And then their coach is like, and he's being very secretive about it, and you know everybody's huddled around. And they break and they come back to the game, and then the, the, the ball drops. The game starts. The time the clock starts ticking down, and the kid has to cross that certain point on the on the on the um, court before it becomes a legal play, et cetera, et cetera. And he's standing just behind the line, dribbling the ball. You know so much more about basketball than I do. I learned it all tonight. <laughs> all that tonight. I was listening to parents around wow. me. And so he's, he's dribbling the ball, dribbling the ball, and he's got one hand, and he's literally got his hand out in the air, and he's counting one, two, and he's just fingering the numbers. Gets it up to the point where it drops below 10 seconds, and then he charges off to the side, but throws the ball to his teammate behind him, and they just start, and they start acting like they don't know what they're doing. They keep running around. One kid trips and falls on the ball, gets up and starts dribbling again, but the whole thing was just basically running the clock out, mm-hmm. not even attempting to play or make another shot or anything else like that, which I get is mm-hmm. a proper strategy and is fine. The one part that pissed me off was the little cockiness beforehand of having the kid stand there in front of the line and, and counting up. Because he had a certain number he got to, and then he went forward, which means the coach said, mm-hmm. you've got exactly this many seconds before you need to proceed past this point. Mm-hmm. And the kid took it literally. I'm like, you, that's just, that's, that's, that's fucked. I mean, come on. Let the kids play. Get, let them try to make an extra point. Because if they could win by four points instead of two, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Or if our team ties it again, that'd also be awesome. Let the kids fucking play basketball. Don't bring all this political, you know, we gotta, we have to win bullshit into it because mm-hmm. it's just, it's stupid. So that, it was like, oh, it sucks because it started, it started shitty. It's like, oh, it's getting better than, oh, you fucker. <laughs> and so hopefully it'll level out a little bit. But no fights broke out. Oh, actually. Now I gotta think. I've gotta look into this. I need to go ask somebody at work. I know somebody who follows basketball religiously, but as far as I understood it, getting pissed off because the other team has the ball, and it's like 
is like trying to like you know they're doing the they have the ball on the train. No, no, he's not open. They're going back and forth, back and forth, and just walking up to him and he's ripping the fucking ball out of his hands and then dribbling on the court, making a shot. I don't think that's actually allowed in like the game. I know that if you intercept a pass or that sounds like more like football. Anyways, there's there's valid ways to steal the ball, but I don't just think walking up to the guy and bitch slapping the ball or basically yanking it out of his hands is, is acceptable in the you know grand scheme of the basketball things. So I'm gonna verify that at work. Mm-hmm. See if I'm right or not. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of that going on. And at one point, I thought there was going to be some fisticuffs because, like, this one kid, like, fell onto the, It was like it was watching, like, a football, football game. game. I'm like, <laughs> you can't fall onto the ball to keep it on your... What are you doing? He's, like, laying on it. And this other kid, like, dives in after it. And he's trying to rip it out. And they're yanking back and forth, yanking back and forth. And the coach is, like, looking at the ref, like, come on, blow the whistle. And the coach is, like, and the ref's watching it. And finally, the ref goes and blows it, like, a good five, ten seconds after the whole thing run, runs out. I'm like, okay, is that really allowed? But, yeah, whatever. So... I don't know. I've just been very unimpressed in general with the way this entire organization has well, been the ran. First, but the first week got canceled because there weren't enough refs, mm-hmm. which is your first clue that something's yeah. wrong. And then they have, um, it's all, not that there's anything wrong with this, but it's all, uh, it looks like high school yeah. kids that are refing it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They, they. Which was funny because when the, when the parents were getting <laughs> irate at a quote unquote bad call. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, the kid's like 15. Why isn't your ass out there yeah. wrestling this game? Yeah. You're if you know um, the rules so well. that's And see, that's the part about the sports in general really bothers the shit out of me. Even with hockey, there's some guys that are good. You know, you know, if you're so fucking good at this and you understand this sport so well, why aren't you out there in the black and white striped shirt skating around fancy-like mm-hmm. and, and getting paid the big bucks to, you know, to do this? Or why aren't you out there wrestling the game? Because you know so goddamn much, so you should be able to be out there and do this. Oh, wait, yeah, you probably don't know as much as you think you do, you loudmouth son of a bitch. So, I don't know. You'll have fun when you have to sub for me on the uh, day that I have the... Ball The ball, the vasectomy. The vasectomy. The procedure. I don't think we've talked about that on the podcast at all. I don't know, I think we skirted around it last time. Which I don't mind. Yeah. But having my junk in some dude's hands, yeah, wow, that's a weird experience. And you were shocked at the fact that I'd never experienced that before, but I never had a physical or anything like that because I never did sports as a kid, so I had no need to do them. I was just, I've always been super healthy, so no one's ever, you know. I thought that they did that, like a ball grab thing, they, even at a young age. No, 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 no. I thought that that was a thing. Only in physicals. At least as far as my experience goes. Only in physicals. And I this is... Never had a, I've never done a physical in my life. I've never had a job that's required me to do a physical. Mm-hmm. I've never played sports, so I've never been required of a physical. And I went for this consultation appointment for the vasectomy, mm-hmm. thinking that he's just wanted to make sure that I realized that when this is said and done, I'm shooting blanks and I can no longer make kids. Because he was very much like, well, why do you want to have a vasectomy? I'm like, I don't want any more <laughs> offspring. And he's like, well, but you realize I'm this is he's like, you realize this is permanent, right? I'm like, yes, I realize this is permanent. Basically, my last kid, I'm like, I went to say it was an act. Oh, I'm not going to say that. He was in an accident because I knew what I was doing when I was doing it. And the guy, he had his, he, he chuckled. You can tell he's heard the whole accident thing. Well, no, he chuckled a little bit. Then he, then he regained it. No, he's very professional. Mm-hmm. He's a very professional man when it comes yeah. to nutsack. I mean, this dude, on point. <laughs> so I, I feel good. I'm definitely literally in, in the good, right hands. In, in good hands here. <laughs> um, 
But he's like, you know, he's, and so I said that he kind of snorted and he regained his composure and got all, you know, business like again. I'm like, so, and he goes, and I'm looking for that word. He's like, he wasn't a planned pregnancy. I'm like, no, by no means was, you know, my littlest one was not a planned pregnancy. And my wife has got. And again, neither was yeah. the middle one. But I'm like, definitely, two was great. Three, we were like, hmm, okay. But we don't want four. <laughs> and so. And, Quibble your head. Quibble your head. And I said, and my wife's been, my wife's had problems with birth control and other stuff. They do all sorts of weird things with her body. I said, she's allergic to latex, so condoms are out. I'm like, we've tried this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. She's got an IUD right now, but that's fucking with her. And so basically, if I'm just shooting blanks, it's going to be the best possible outcome all the way around. He's like, okay, cool. And then, it, so he was a comfortable at that point that we had actually done our research. We were right. understanding what was going on. And then he has, he uses the little drawing table, uh-huh. uh, the exam table, the paper on there to draw, you know, here's what I do. And here's your vans, vans deference. And here's your nuts. And here's this. And here's that. And he's explaining the whole thing to me. And he's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You're going to feel this. He's like, basically, and then he's like, leans way back on his chair and sticks his crotch out. And he's like, right here on the sack. If, if you imagine my penis is lifted up, I'm like, I don't want to imagine your penis lifted up. <laughs> he's like, and then your sack right there, I'm going to put a, I'm going to inject you with the numbing medication there and I'm going to work through like a six millimeter incision or a three millimeter whatever it was in this one spot and that's the only part that I'm opening up some guys do a slice on each side he's like nope I just do one hole pull it snip snip do my thing cauterize this do that blah 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 I'm like okay mm-hmm. I'm kind of like ah, cross my legs like yeah okay you got this sure and I'm like and so then I'm like okay cool console done he knows I'm, I'm legit I know he's legit blah 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 he's like so we need to I need to see your nuts <laughs> And he said more like balls or, yeah. or testicle. He said, but basically, he was like, I need to see your nuts. And I'm just like, uh, okay. He's like, so. And he runs the curtain across in case somebody opens the door. He's like, drop your pants. Let me look at your stuff. I'm like, and I was looking at him like, are, are you going to at least like buy me dinner first or <laughs> nothing? So I'm like, all right. I've never done this before. So I went to the button, dropped the pants. And he looks at it. He goes, okay. Hmm. And grabs my dick, lifts it up, and he starts poking around. He's like, oh, there's the right testicle. Uh-huh. And he like, grabs the left one. He's massaging. Oh, there's the left. And then he feels up on the back. I'm like, hey. <laughs> and he's like, and there's the vans, and there's this, and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to need to do some shaving. And I'm like, hey, shush. You don't be talking about my landscape down there, all right, dude? And then he's like, all right. No, he grabs one of my balls and like like fully encompasses it in his, his big man hands. And I'm just like, what the hell, dude? He's like, I need you to turn your head and cough. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So I turn up. <laughs> he said, like, no, 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 like a real cough. I'm like, okay, hold on. And he's like, all right, good. Grab the other side and then, like, do it the other way. I'm like, okay, so turn my head the other way and I cough again. He's like, yep, all right, everything looks good. So we'll see. He's like, when's your procedure again? I'm like, December 19th. He's like, I'll be sure to be there. And then he walks out. And I'm just standing there, like, I'm still pants around my ankles. I'm like, okay. So I pull everything back up. I feel a little violated. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you didn't even say thank you. <laughs> and so put everything back together, you know, protect my shirt back in, belt it, buckle, the whole nine. And normally at a doctor's office, once the doctor leaves, the nurse practitioner or the nurse follows up after you and says, okay, here's the follow-up paperwork. Your doctor wants you to do this or that or whatever. So I'm sitting in there and I'm twiddling my thumbs and kicking my feet and just thinking about the giant man hands that were just all over my shit. And I'm like, hmm, okay, that was kind of weird. Jody's going to have fun with this one. <laughs> but all right. And so I'm like, that must be, now I know why, you know, how it must feel when, you know, Dr. Bear's down there. Yeah. All up in her business. Only worse. Yeah. And um, so I'm just like, do, 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 do. And then like, you know, five minutes rolls by and. Ten minutes rolls by. I'm like, you weren't supposed to be waiting should I for should I leave? Am I supposed to go now? Then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna leave. But I'm like, but, but what if I miss some very vital piece of information, <laughs> like that causes my nuts to fall? I'm like, nope, nope, this is my balls. I'm like, I'll wait. I'll wait for the information. 
That's Is that me. you yeah, stamping sorry. on the floor? Okay. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, I'm going to wait. And finally, the nurse comes to poke her head in. You can tell she stops. She's like, oh, did he tell you to stay here? I'm like, well, he didn't say I could leave. <laughs> I'm your nurse. The nurse normally following up with me when it's all said and done. I, I don't know. I, I'm just very, basically, I just want to make sure that we're good here because this is a very important thing. I'll go check. Hold on. Right back. And you can tell that she's dealt with plenty of men yeah. being worried about their junk. So she comes back. She's like, yep, you're good. He'll see you on the time for the, you know, it's time for the procedure, blah, blah, blah. And out, out I went. Oh, the funny thing was, you could tell this has been a question many, many times throughout the entire procedure because he's like, he's like, or not the, but through all the procedures he's done. Yeah. He's like, so I work alone. I, when, I, when I when I come in, my nurse preps everything for me and gets the room set up. Once you come in, though, it's just me and you. It's just one-on-one. And I'm like, and I'm, and I'm thinking about it. At first, I'm not clicking with it. I'm just like, okay, okay so what, is there going to be candles? What are you <laughs> saying here, buddy? What's going on? And then he's like, so um, she'll be outside. I'm like, oh, I get it now. The hot nurse not wanting to get a boner. He's like, I do the shaving. I do all that stuff. I handle all from start to finish. You're in my hands. And and so then I it clicked, like, okay, you got the panic guys. They're like, what if, like, a really hot nurse walks in and grabs my junk, and then I pop the sport wood, and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I get it now. So It's even worse if the old man doctor touches you and sport wood, right? I didn't sport wood, I can tell you that much. <laughs> if anything, my Audi became an Indian. Because at one point, he was, like, you know, tugging on it. I'm like, hey, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only certain people are allowed to do that, and if not you. Who's so <laughs> the other one? You? <laughs> no, I mean, like, other than me. Me? Okay. There's two people allowed to do that. Well, me? you said only certain people. Like, yeah. there's a group, like, more than two. Well, if you ever get smacked by a bus, I gotta have a backup dancer. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, that was a that was an interesting experience. So, speaking of which, that'll be an interesting <clears throat> weekend to record. Yeah, we'll I don't know. We'll probably have to just. No, I can do it. I just I'll be out on the couch because I that was the other thing. I, I his exact words. I demand that all my clients tell me that they're going to stay reclined for forty eight hours. You would not believe how much better you feel if you just keep your balls at rest for forty eight hours. I'm like, you're giving me permission to sit on my ass and do nothing for two whole days. He's like, I'm not just giving you permission. I'm telling you, you must sit on your ass and do nothing for two whole days. I'm like, I'm down. I can have yeah, sure. I'll do it. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'm there. So and, we've and got the portable recorder. I can just lay out on the couch. We can chit chat yeah. on that. So that'll work. We'll Next week, I'll tell you about when I had my IUD put in. <laughs> you really want to do that with our guest? I don't care. Okay. Yeah. It so. fucking, I, I'll just summarize. It fucking hurts. Especially if you have, I guess, a, a, a interestingly <laughs> shaped uterus i he's 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 he he didn't really explain it he just said it's slightly irregular so therefore it hurt more well i think part of the problem is that dude should have been an nfl linebacker (laughs) he is a big motherfucker to be an ob he's he's very gentle i know i know i I watched him work one day i was like wow even like when he (laughs) he when he fingers me no 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. I find the whole concept just appalling. Yeah, yeah. No, no. When you had your C-section and he like had your entire lady bits out inside of your body and was washing them, uh-huh. it was like he was washing his prized Corvette, uh-huh. working very smoothly, and for as massive as his fucking hands are, <laughs> he was he's a very gentle lover. I mean, he, was, he was very smooth and kind and, and very, you know, I'm just like, okay, 
But yeah, so I, I but it just a freakishly, freakishly large man to be an OB. Well, and a lot of women won't let a man be their OB, right? But I'm telling you, this guy was just, he's just so sweet and caring and gentle in every way. And he's also, but he's also very legitimately honest. Yeah. None of this, excuse me, pussyfooting around. Like when he told me shit. right after Tuppy was born, oh, by the way, you would have been dead if we'd been having her a yeah. hundred years ago. Yeah. So good job. Good job. <laughs> you lived. Yay. I'm like, <laughs> I think I did. I went completely pale. Yeah. Like, well, more pale than you already were for the yeah. entire procedure. So, yeah. But at least I didn't throw up like I did with Trent. Oh god, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it hurts. Give me more morphine. It hurts. Oh. Give me more morphine. It hurts. Give me more morphine. I'm a stupid yeah. nurse. Yeah, I was like, at some point, you're like, I'm gonna puke. Like, oh great, here we go. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was. I, I don't know. I've just never. I've never had anybody else except for fellow girlfriends lovers wives whatever they're, they're the only ones that have been in the, you know, the care of my my tender tender business down there not some dude who just you know was very clinical about the entire thing i should have gotten a steak dinner or something out of it i don't know just, i've never gotten a steak dinner out of any of the inner encounters i've had he didn't even offer the finger i mean not that i would have accepted it but at least he could have said it just seen if i was interested <laughs> <laughs> I've had the finger. Not there, but I've had the finger. It's not as pleasant as it sounds it might be. Especially they don't trim their nails first. Youch. His nails were very well manicured, if that means anything. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he won't accidentally nick you by you know, or nick me by that anyways. So Yeah. Well, this was an awkward conversation. Mm, I'm so was, glad we had it. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. But back to my point from earlier, we do have a special guest coming on next week. It's uh, Joel, who has got his own various myriad of podcasts that he does. Um, obviously Oblivious with Mike and South Philly Paul and Nero. Um, he also does his own thing called the Joel Happy Pants Hour, which is more of just like a cathartic, just all the random shit that floats around his head, he just spews it out in there. And he breaks it up with um, indie music, which is kind of cool. Um, and then he also does this one called 40 going on 14 where it's just a bunch of his geeky ass friends geeking out of the geeky shape that they love and just being ridiculous and awesome and fun. And then he does the coffin Joe cast, which I've been a, a third co-host on twice now. Um, and so he wanted to come talk about some parenting shit with us. And I have a lady from work who wants to come in and talk about her cat. Sweet. Yep. She says, I'm not a parent. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> But you can relate crazy cat lady to, to that sometimes. And then also, it's fun to have non... And that's something I want... Like, if you're a listener and you feel like, I can't talk to you because I'm, I don't have kids yet or... Or I only have one. Or I only have one. There's nothing. I don't care if you're a parent, not a parent, whatever. We love to talk to people in general about parenting type stuff because there are pet parents out there. But also, like, you know, there's... It's always interesting to get the non-parent point of view. I agree. So. We tried that with my brother a little bit, but... It, that it usually devolves into me and him just chit chatting about other things. Well, so. that and also the time difference is so great there. And it, that since podcasting isn't his one true, you know, love, love on, on the side, um, he's just it's harder to get him to sink in. So, but yeah, I called him the other night at seven o'clock at night, forgetting that there was a time difference. <laughs> yeah, like oh, you were probably asleep. I love you. Bye. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> So, well, is there anything else that you would like to uh, talk about until before we go? Yes, no, maybe. Uh, you know, I I'm I'm drawing a big old blanky face. 
So, yeah, this was the uh, song I was referring to earlier. Oh, God. That uh, got Vanilla Ice Band in my household. You thought I wasn't going to slip it in there, didn't you? Listen to that wicked record scratch. Isn't he doing some show on, like, A&E about being Amish? I know, he think how Amish people he's helping build stuff with. I gotta give the guy credit. He's making bank doing real estate and whatnot, so the whole white boy rapper didn't work out for him, so. About his homeboy Randy. She was hooked on a girl named Sandy. See, they just have a sex for fun. Now he's on the run. But this song was the reason why the, this album was banned. Because it's about casual sex. Mm-hmm. But when I told mom that, um, the coffee that she was listening to was my buddy's coffee. Kind of was true. It was the coffee my buddy made for me that I just slipped under the radar. <laughs> but talk about you hear your parents go up the stairs. Fuck, turn it off. <laughs> so, all right, well. Better than rolling boy pussy. Yes, listen to last week's mediocre show if you're not having yet. And the the gay rapper that's talking about that rolling that boy pussy that was, which is another I guess is his way of saying twerking. I don't so. know. I think I don't care. I just I immediately understood what they were talking about. I'm not sure that everybody else was down on that. Well, it, when I when I finally understood what he was saying, yeah. I immediately got it. But but, but Eric said the name of the I missed, song. I missed that too, and it was it just happened. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, if there's nothing else you'd like to add to it, then I guess we will close up the show for this week and. We'll uh, we'll come back at you next week with our special guest. Bye. So until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Fellas, you know what I'm saying? He's hooked. Ain't got an ounce of Mac in him. He's hooked. Yeah. Baby runs you, she takes your money. Why you kick back crying over honey? Yeah, I must admit she's fly, but I'm uh-huh, false alarm. <laughs> you thought we were gone. But Jody just casually reminded me that um, I fucked that one all up. So uh, Once again, we want to thank you for listening to Bad Parenting Podcast. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Let us know how we're doing. If you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 503-609-0375. You can send us an email to grounded at, at, bad, at badparentingpodcast.com. We are available on Twitter at badparentpcast. Or you can find us on Instagram if you just search for Bad Parenting Podcast. So we'll try this one more time. Until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye! Yo, man, check it out. Let me talk to you for a sec. What's up, Vanilla? Yo, man, come here, man. What? You know, man, you ain't, you ain't doing it right, man. You no. off, man. See, I, you know what the problem is? That ring I bought her, the diamonds no, weren't big enough. Man. I'm telling you, the diamonds were I'm going to, you know what she wants? I'm going to tell no, you. Man, when no. I first met her, she said she wanted a vet. I'm going to get her a vet. I'm going to get the vet. No, man, hey, wait up. Come here, man. Now it's Saturday, the day you hate most. Why? Because from coast to coast, you see girls every day in the club cold kicking it. Reminds you a baby when you used to be with it. But now she took you one time for sex. And you're so sprung that the next time she seen you, we knew she had to leave you. Boy, you're hooked. Boy, you're hooked.
Here it goes.